<laughs> Hello. <laughs> he screams a lot. You shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I thought it was quiet. That's God, his I intro. That's you. his intro. That's okay. 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 I am. I am. Welcome to the podcast. I am <laughs> that one kite that Thomas Edison threw to the sky, and I am here, shook to my core. Dua Lipa wrote a song about me. Electricity. Here I am, Ivan. I am that one neighborhood where all the houses look the same and you know something creepy is going on. The lion, Colton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, something creepy is going on. (laughs) Something creepy and dark. Wow. You're right. Are you sure you don't want to do that intro? Are you sure? That's what you're going to go with? Yes. That's perfect. Okay. Um, And I am Sarah, and I am here. And here I'm the hairless cat. Welcome to our podcast. (laughs) And we have a special guest today. We have... Oh, you give your own intro. Okay. Um... I am the last pizza roll on the plate that everyone's scared to eat, but everyone also wants to eat. And I just want to get eaten. I'm Stone, the penguin. Perfect. Okay, I think that's been my favorite intro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All of our podcasts, it's been like the best one. (laughs) Gosh, that is so funny. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's lovely to have you on our podcast. What have yeah, what have you guys been up to? Let me start. I went on a walk today, and I went to our middle school. Why? And I was just walking. I was just walking nonstop. And so I went to our middle school and I realized I don't talk to anyone that I used to talk to in middle school, like anyone. And half my friends that were in middle school now live in Salt Lake. The other half now get drunk on the regular in Brigham and no tea, no shade, but are definitely the people that, you know, park in the, you know, place. And just sit there. Anyways. You're right. <laughs> you, lost me that, you lost me at that part. The place. You know where they park. Where they all park. Where they parked in high school? <laughs> where they park nowadays. Oh. By Wendy's. Oh, you got it. You What's so got it. About that? Huh? What's so special about Wendy's? We'll tell you when you're older. Yeah. Maybe. Anyways, we've all wow. had our Wendy's experiences. That's for another <laughs> episode. 
What have you guys been up to? Well, I've been cleaning my car all day. Had a nice Memorial Day breakfast with my family. And now I am painting with stone. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sarah. So I worked today. That was fun. It was such a busy day. I if I had a dollar for every resident that asked me or that told me I didn't think that you'd be working today, I'd have another ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as much as Colton dollars. makes in an hour. Yeah, I'd be You're like, I'll right. do for another hour. <laughs> they all thought that I wasn't supposed to be working today, and they were all kind of shocked that I was there. A lot of our residents fell, almost fell, or fell. <laughs> and I had to cut a lot of toast, which is not in my job description, but I don't mind doing it, I guess. So I thought you said toes for a second. What? I was confused. I thought you said toes for a second. Yeah, you cut a lot of toes. Ew, no, that... I wouldn't be very happy to do that. That's also not part of my job description. Cutting toes? Or toenails. Or any of that. I was cutting toast. Bread. Toasted bread. And buttering and putting jam on it. If you're a diabetic, calm down. Let's not cut your toenails. You need to go to a podiatrist or file your nails down. Because if you get a wound on your toes, and you're a diabetic. I'm sorry, honey, but that is the beginning of your elimination. Um, fun fact. Okay, so today... <laughs> <laughs> today, let's, let's bring into light some people that we appreciate. I want to give a shout-out. There's a lot of people I want to give a shout-out. But this one particular artist that lately I've been in love with, very influential among the West Hollywood folk. Um, His name's Todrick Hall, black creator. Um, He writes music. He's helped on RuPaul's Drag Race. He makes shows. He did a whole, like, one and a half. He's done this many times. He's done, like, whole one and a half hour shows of just his music. And just recorded on free for free on youtube crazy good music i think i'm currently listening to type by todrick hall and i'm in love i am in love sarah do you have anything yes um So were we doing just like anyone? I didn't see the messages. Did did you answer? Are we doing anyone? <laughs> yeah, only? shout out anyone. Okay. Um, I have like two, if that's okay. Oh jeez. I know. I'm so the quiet. Excellent. One has two. How dare I speak? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so the first one that came to mind was Rebecca Sugar. So she. Um, is an artist she helped she's helped with a couple cartoons but she was the 
creator of Steven Universe, which she's the first, like, female creator to, like, be in charge of a show, like, on that network. And wow. she also, she writes the songs for it. And she just, she's an awesome ukulele player and just, like, a beautiful singer. Ukulele! <laughs> yes. Um, I also just appreciate because in the show, they're able to tackle, like, a lot of topics that I think are kind of hard to talk about, like anxiety and depression and just things like that. And they're able to tackle it in like a very like straightforward and like informational way while it's still being entertaining and relatable. So I really appreciate that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then also for a local artist, um, Brent Borup is an amazing artist. He um, he paints a lot of pictures of Christ, but it's really cool because he'll take pictures of people that live around him that he feels like kind of like fit like that, like what he's going for. And then he'll take that picture and he'll paint it. So like his neighbor, he used a picture of him to paint a picture of Christ or like a like one of his son's friends, I think. Um, and some girl that he saw posed for Mary and Joseph. Or just paintings like that. And it's just really cool because they're very, very talented like paintings and everything. So shout out to him. If you don't know who he is, go check him out. He's awesome. I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Colton. You can go ahead and talk whenever you want. Okay, so Stone's actually going to go first because I think he has a really good one. All right, so my shout-out is going to a local artist. Um, it's um, this band. If you've ever heard of them, their names are the Rubies. <clears throat> That's their band name. And um, the way I got introduced to them is I was um, kind of sad and lonely during quarantine. And so I decided to get a Tinder account. So I got myself a Tinder account and I matched with this girl and she was kind of cute and everything. And then um, one of her pictures was her with a guitar. And I was like, oh, cool. Do you like play guitar? And she's like, I'm actually in a band. And turns out there were like this local band in Provo and they're just having a good time. I think that they have some really good music and it's an all girl band and they're just all about empowering having females be successful in music and everything. And I really like them. I think they have good music. So check out the Rubies if you've never heard of them. And they drop some, like, indie stuff. Oh, that's cool to hear. Okay, my turn. <laughs> um, okay, so I have chosen to talk about something very dear to our hearts. It's not really an artist. It's just something that he has done. Because I chose something, but then you said lesser known. <laughs> so it's a lesser known work by a more famous artist. But this is typical of me. It's Working the Musical. Um, yes. Yeah. Working the Musical is musical that we've talked about before on this podcast it's a musical about people 
around America and all the different jobs that they have, whether they're more successful jobs or just like a volunteer job. It really goes and talks about all these tough choices that these people have made and like just their struggles of like making enough money for their family or providing for their family or just how difficult their job is, like how repetitive or how like hard mentally it is for them. And Lin-Manuel Miranda actually helped out with some of the music in this show. And he wrote this cool song called Delivery, which is about this delivery boy who delivers hamburgers. And there's a part that we didn't perform when we did this show, how he talks about how he is making money for his family since his dad doesn't work anymore and his dad just kind of lays at home and does nothing. And his mom has two jobs. So he is going out and he had this job at like 16 to go and support his family. So I just think this musical needs to be better known and needs more clout. I don't know. (laughs) People need to know this music. I hate that word. I I literally hate that word. word. I hate that word. But that's what I chose to say. It needs more support. It needs more support because it's just such a good musical. Like My mom has seen almost every single show that I have been in and like that one made her cry. So I've been in lots of sad shows. So I think yeah, that... much much ado about nothing really killed me. Yeah, much ado about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be a comedy, but that's um, only decided. I think working is okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fine. It's I feel okay. like I have. I feel what? like I have yet. There's the good thing about working is that you can split it up and divide it in every which way. And it's, it's the actors themselves who make the scenes great. Do they mesh together? Well, I don't know. Do are, are some scenes just inherently worse than others? Yes. Yes. Um, but I mean, overall, yeah, it's good in a different way. It's not like Hamilton good. <laughs> it's like I don't know, it's just very unique, very yeah. individualized, mm-hmm. and it has the potential to be so great. But I think the problem that a lot of people run into is that because the cast has to be so diverse and the roles are so diverse, it's hard to like get the perfect person for every single role. Yeah. Because that just that just doesn't happen. And I don't even think when I was in that show that I got I mean, I guess I played my role well, but maybe <laughs> I don't even trust myself enough to say that. But it, it's it's hard to put some people in there. Some people yeah. I think did really well. And I think some songs are made like specifically for people that are more well known like for example housewife or cleaning women uh-huh those i, I think, think of cleaning women in my head all the time while i'm at work yeah because that is you sarah 
I like not like to be like stupid, but I get just like is constantly in my head and I don't even realize I'm like singing it to myself. Yeah. It's you know, there are some scenes that are boring, there are some scenes that are funny, there are some scenes that are meaningful, there are some scenes that have these themes that you don't think about until you as soon as you leave the door, you're like, Oh shoot, maybe this was what it's all about. And at the end you do cry. <laughs> at the end you cry, but I mean, it's a journey and it's real life. Real life is not all fun and games and it's not all um, depression and boringness. It's just a mix of everything. And I think working does a well, does a good job about portraying just those little things. Um, Anyways, the topic today will be Colton Krauss himself. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, how old are you now? I am 20 years old. 20 years old. Still such a baby and so immature, but that's fine. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> no one's perfect. Um, what have you learned in these 20 years? Go. Um, I think a big thing I learned is just, you know, be yourself, which I'm not always myself, but it really takes a strong person to be confident in themselves and to just go off and do what makes you happy rather than what makes other people happy for you, if that makes sense. That didn't make sense. It didn't make sense at all. <laughs> It made sense. It made sense at the beginning. The end was just kind of... Yeah. But that is what I have learned. And just kind of... You are in charge of your own fate. You can't blame anyone else... For... Your choices. Because they're your choices. So if you make the wrong choice, that's on you. Um, I think that's true. Oh, is that Sarah? Yes. I just said, are you cutting something? It sounds like someone's chopping stuff. (laughs) I know. I'm like, uh, is someone making sushi back there? No, we're just painting. What a great time to paint. I love painting in the summer. Painting so aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I usually don't paint by like cutting sushi, but um... they're doing that Bob Ross thing where you like smack the paintbrush against the side yeah, of the. You, you hit the devil out of it. Yeah, you hit the devil out of it. Whatever he says. Yep. It's just echoing on this table. Yeah. Um. Sarah. <laughs> Okay, let's go after Colton. It's his day. We should be critical and we should be kind-hearted and mean. Um, a lot of things to be at once. <laughs> um, I think Colton has grown up, but where... Do you think that Colton is living up to his truth because he said... He is living for himself and not others. Is that correct? Is that what I'm listening? 
too. Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking both of you. <laughs> Did I listen to that same thing he said to be true to yourself? Right. <laughs> Is Colton true to himself? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> really? Are any actors truly true to themselves? Yeah, I think most actors are fake. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I don't think most actors, actors are fake. Acting. Most actors are acting. But, I mean, I think there's a lot of growing up to do still. I feel like 20, I'm 21. And I feel like I'm still not done growing up. Um, yeah, you're very, we're very far from growing we're up. We're very tiny. We are tiny, tiny toddlers. Okay. We think we know what we're doing, but we really don't. Um, I don't even think that. I've never once <laughs> thought that I knew what I was doing. Oh, well, I guess that means one of us then. Going <laughs> <laughs> back to your question um, earlier with Colton about doing things for himself or doing. I don't know. The way I took that question, I think he does do things for himself, but I think he also does things for other people. Like, for example, his job. It's not the best job in the world, but he stays because he loves the people, like the kids that he works with. And so he does it for them. And so I think that at least that's how I took that question. So I think Colton does do a lot of things for other people too, without realizing it because he is very selfless. Yeah. What I'm trying what I'm trying to do is learn from learn about me through Colton. Does that make sense? So when he's saying like, (laughs) 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 um, so when he's saying like, be true to yourself, I'm like, have I been true to myself? I feel like I'm a very, I can be very truthful. (laughs) Um, sometimes, and I tend, I tend to think that people are happy when they are just living in their truth. And sometimes the sacrifices that you make for other people are just not worth it in the end. So I think it's best to just live out your life how you want to live it. And if people want to stay and support you, then they can stay. And if people want to leave and go do their own thing, then you should just let him leave. I don't see the point in trying to have people in your life who won't support you. I agree. It. I have, well, had, past tense, lots <laughs> of friends. Okay, actually have two. Some of them I still have. But lots of friends where I'm just like, we haven't talked in so, so long. And like, I've support, supported you in anything like I'll tell you, like, hope you do good on your game or hope you're having a good day. You just, like, have no response. And, like, you'll pick up my calls every once in a while. But other than that, it's, like, nothing. And, like, it's not worth worrying over someone or, like, thinking about someone who's not doing the same for you. Or even, like, trying to do the same for you. Which is something that I have like learned more recently like within the last few years do you ever wish you could grow up faster 
not in a sense of age, but in a sense of like maturity and knowledge. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I'm a very emotional person all the time. And I'm like, hopefully later I won't be so dang emotional. Because it sucks sometimes. I, I think people at this age and up until way later... I think we're so focused on how we're perceived by other people that we tend to lose sight in what we want to be and mm-hmm. feel like we should evolve into something we should be. Um, and we're still, you know, we're still young. I can hear my, I can hear my echo. Oh, shoot. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I can Are you there, Sarah? Yes, I'm here. Okay, okay, okay. Was my phone making a weird noise? I don't know. I For some reason, I could hear my echo, and I was confused. Oh, so did um, to me, too. I lost my train of thought. But anyways, it's important to not lose yourself in order to gain some sort of approval for someone else. What, Sarah, what have we learned most from Colton, do you think? Colton is a very supportive person. He, if he, like, if you are friends with him and you, like, he was saying, like, there's people that he'll, like, reach out to and, like, don't reach back out. If you are friends with Colton, he reaches out all the time. He is so kind and he checks on you. And he talks to you, and he just is always there for you when you need him. And so that's something that I've learned from Colton, is to just be a supportive friend and person for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just friendliness and kindness goes a long way. Because I think out of all of us, I believe that Colton has the most connections with people than both me and Sarah combined like am I lying like do do we not think <laughs> that am I the only one who thinks that I agree true. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know people swear like I feel like I don't know just by Colton being himself and being caring he's managed to create relationships with people he might not even like <laughs> Uh, but people will like him and you know it's it's a benefit to him um and i think that's something wise to take in and try to apply that into your own life i am not like colton in that way too much i just kind of am myself and people are either attracted to me or they're not um but colton goes out of his way in order to make people feel safe and secure and loved and and that's that's the type of person that you want to be friends with. Um, I think what I have learned from Colton, I don't know. I really, I don't know what I've learned from Colton other than maybe like they're there like needs to be a limit. Here's the thing. 
what I learned from Colton is that I learned from his mistakes and I want to apply what his life was going through and apply it to my life and to what other people might be able to live through. Colton has been surrounded by people who are very extreme and even me, I think I'm pretty extreme (laughs) and, and he manages to not add to that extremeness and create a chaotic environment, but he manages to just kind of like stroll through and not have it impact his performance too much. I mean, it all changes. Every single event changes us, but he manages to get through better than I think most people can. If anyone else was under Colton's, was in Colton's situation and has lived through what Colton has lived through, I don't think they would be, I don't think they would be successful in a way that Colton is. I don't know if it was just my phone, but you cut out a little bit. I think it was just your phone, Sarah. Of course course it was. (laughs) That is such a meme, like Sarah with phones, like that is Oh my gosh. Every time. Where's my phone? Hey, my hey, phone's hey, in the hey, toilet. Hey. That hasn't what? happened for a while, okay? <laughs> it's just you and phones. Maybe you should get like a landline. A landline? <laughs> get like a pager. Just get a pager, yeah. Or like I'll a. Use that to you know what? How about instead, just get an Apple Watch and see how that works out for you. You can't lose Stop that. Stop trying to give me my Apple time. stuff. I don't need Apple stuff. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Apple sponsor. You haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I lied. I did, I did lose. I didn't lose lose my phone yesterday, but I like, half lost my phone in my car. I thought I dropped I, it outside. I had walked 20 feet, and I was like, did I drop it somewhere? I swear I had it in my pocket. I found it. it that's That scares me so bad. And I hate you. that I little... didn't think I dropped I knew I didn't drop it, but I had to check, but I didn't know where it went. It was just under my seat. Okay? Don't let it scare you. Everything's fine. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I can <laughs> myself. I... Do you guys okay? So I got a phone case and a screen protector. This was all on Colton's birthday, I think. Was it Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I think yeah, it was on really Colton's was. birthday. So I got myself some gifts for Colton's birthday. Um, but prior to that, I had like my phone had no screen protector and no phone case. So I was living life on the edge. And my phone, like was so slippery like a freaking like salamander and it would just slip out of my pocket and like (laughs) (laughs) salamander literally like a salamander and it would like freaking fall out of my pocket as I sat down in the car and just boom dive down in between my seats of my car and I was just like that happened at least like three times within the like four days that I did not have a phone case or a, or a screen protector. So really, the anxiety, not worth it. 
get a phone case, get a screen protector as soon as you can. <laughs> and I did the same thing with like my other iPhone. I don't know. That's just me. We're sponsored by Apple. Oh. Keep bringing up <laughs> sponsored, <laughs> sponsored by Apple. Um, Colton, what are your what are your dreams and aspirations? What on, should on, someone Stone needs to Wait. answer? Stone needs to answer too. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I thought he was painting. So, what I've learned from Colton? Yeah, sure. I think what I've learned from Colton is to just keep on going, keep on working hard because every time I meet Colton, he's, um, well, everyone's either on and up or on and down. And whenever I meet Col- meet up with Colton and he's like having a rough time with school or had to move out or had this or that happen to him, he's always got a positive attitude and he's always trying to push forward through it. And I think that just shows determination from Colton and how much he cares about his life and is not going to let anything tear him down. That's that's a very Colton thing. It's actually very true because there's a certain level of resilience that he has and ew, we're all just complimenting him. <laughs> it's his birthday. <laughs> Let him this have this. I know, poor guy. I destroy him every other day. I You're really right. do. Um, it's so true, though. Like Colton goes through some garbage. If I've ever, yeah. If I've ever seen garbage, if I've ever heard of it, he goes through some garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he has gone through some garbage, some dumpster diving, um, and he's just—he's just always so happy. And even like when, like you were saying, Stone, even when things are hard, like he's just like positive and he's there and just trying to look on the bright side of things. Right. And the thing is that if Colton sets goals for himself, he actually accomplishes them, not like some other people. <laughs> no tea, no shade to anyone that's here. <laughs> we're all pretty successful. In I was going to say, there better not be any tea or shade here. <laughs> no. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade here. Um, Good. We all need uh, sugar-free lemonade here. Are you? <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke, and everyone was quiet. Are you, Let's move on. Are you calling us fat? No, <laughs> that's not what I was doing. First, like there is tea and shade. There is <laughs> sugar-free. Why don't you shove that Splenda down your throat and call me next time? Um, <laughs> so this went from like zero to a hundred like so fast. I was just trying to make a joke and it didn't go well. <laughs> um, that's my intro. I'm Sarah. I'm the hairless cat, and I'm not the funny one, obviously. Oh my gosh! Wait, wait, wait! Should we all throw some shade at each other and do our no. our own intros? <laughs> No. Let's not do that. Oh my gosh. Each other's intros. That would be hilarious. Next time we'll do our we'll do each other's intros. Oh my I'm gosh. I will for that. Go I am off. genuinely a little bit scared, but okay. <laughs> Can Yvonne oh not have be... mine? Can Yvonne not get yeah, Oh I'll my gosh, Sarah. I wanted yours so bad. <laughs> now I'll do Sarah. 
<laughs> Colton, Fight Colton will literally give you peace of mind. Colton <laughs> will give you peace of mind if he has you. I know he'll but, see like nice I, things because that's Colton, and he says nice things. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? No. <laughs> Are you trying to say something to our podcast audience? Listen, you like a lot of tea and you drink it in the shade. So, oh my gosh, take off your sunglasses because the shade is here. Um... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can have mine if you want it. That's next week's discussion. No. Let's move on. Colton, no, your oh, dreams, yeah, 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 your aspirations. Oh, no, oh. no, 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 everyone, halt, halt. <laughs> I want to. I want to know one quick question directed at Colton. Colton, what do you think is your best attribute? Oh shoot! This is a really interesting question, audience. Let's listen. My best attribute. Our audience of five. Yeah, <laughs> Heidi. I know you're here. If you're here, play. Pay close attention. <laughs> Join the conversation. Let's find out what is Colton's best attribute in his own eyes, and is it the best in ours? Let's hear it. Um, I don't know, honestly. I think some people probably definitely don't think this, which was good for you guys to say this, but I feel like I'm negative lots of the time. <laughs> like, That's your best attribute? No. <laughs> <laughs> my best attribute wow, I've never heard negative. that before but there are times where I can say where I'm honestly one of the more positive people so I think yeah, going along with what you guys said I think that's a good attribute because apparently I seem positive to many people although I feel very negative inside half the time I think I am good at like um, lowering the temperature in a room and just bringing down all of the craziness and just making the room more like somber and more comfortable for most people. I think, oh, going along with that, I feel like I'm very inclusive as well. Yes. Yeah. Here's so. the thing I am very attracted, just like personality wise, to people who I can cry with and who will not add fuel to my never-ending anger and hate. And Colton is one of those people. I could go from 0 to 100 with Colton and he would be there the whole ride through. And I don't think everyone can go through that. But it's interesting to hear how Colton can keep it cool, even though on his on the inside, he may not feel that way. No. Yeah. I think that that was an interesting comment because of um, what he was saying, what he learned on his birthday was to stay true to himself and to put out what he's feeling and everything. But there is a side of him that keeps it inside, too. Yeah, just got to make it a good experience for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, like, be true to yourself to a point. Like, if you're raging on the inside, 
maybe don't release that. <laughs> but... Note to self. Note to self. Sarah, you got to keep me to this. <laughs> okay. I think... But just like... Oh, sorry. Oh, I was done. Oh. You're undone. You know. I was going to say, I just... You said that you feel like you're negative. I don't say, I don't think you're negative. I think you're just like honest about how you're feeling. But then, like, like it's already been said, like, you just look on the bright side of things. Like, even though, like, you may be going through a tough time and, like, you acknowledge that, you still look at, like, the good things in your life, too. True. And look forward to the good things. So I wouldn't say that you're negative, just that you're honest. Cool. So, what? are we looking forward to with Colton? What are the dreams? What are the aspirations? What are the goals? What does next year, what does five years from now, what does 20 years from now look like? Do we have goals? Are we excited to see the person that Colton is going to become? I'm excited to see the person that Colton becomes. (laughs) That is fun. I love hearing that. Mm -hmm. I just, like, even working with the kids, I know I complain about it lots of times. But just seeing the lives that I am, like, changing, like, currently. Because, like, some of these kids, like, yeah, they um, come from better financial standpoints, most of them. But a lot of them, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why are you acting like this devil? And, like, just seeing them, like, how, like, I... I've hit the one year mark of how long I've been working at this daycare and the changes that I've seen in some of these kids, like, obviously I can't take all of the credit for it because they've been going to school and like changes in their family and like other teachers too. But just the, like the things that I have taught them and like the way I, I've had them behave or the way I asked them to behave when they're with me and just like their manners have gotten better and just, like, the things that I say that they copy, just seeing how I've already changed them so much with just a year with them is just amazing to me. So, like, knowing that I am on a pathway to, like, be a teacher and keep changing lives in that way and then eventually having my own family and putting little tiny Coltons into the world or little girl Coltons into the world and have Coltinas Coltinas <laughs> putting little <laughs> into the world and having them um, also have big aspirations and big dreams and just making sure that they grow up to um, love people and you know ch- make things good and keep them peaceful rather than fueling the flame. Huh. So do you want to stay in Utah? Where do you want to go? Um, honestly, if you ask me right now, the answer is probably yes. Stay in Utah. Uh-huh. But that might change later. But I just think this is where I'm comfortable right now. Which obviously, yeah, that's going to change later, but this is where like I've studied the things that I want to teach, so this is where I'm most equipped, I guess, to 
like teach theater and do theater because they're just things that we do here that would be weird to do somewhere else like filtering words or filtering content in a show so it's just where I'm more comfortable and where I'm more like aged in knowing how to put on a good show and what's appropriate to teach kids where I I think what's really interesting is that Colton's going to contribute to this ever-growing culture that we have in Utah that is very focused on the arts. Like, when people think of Utah, I don't think they think about the arts, but actually it gets pretty competitive over here. Like, dance and, like, musical theater, it's, like, really, like, neck and neck and, like, dog-eat-dog world, honey. Um, and I didn't think it was that big of a deal until I started going into it. And, and it's like, wow, it's like changed my life for the better. And I, and it's exciting to see how Colton is going to eventually keep going on this path and changing kids' lives for the better and exploring these new paths that I think Utah is just getting better and better at, um, kind of, uh, what's the word like exploring maybe or emphasizing these these arts that i think are really healthy yeah i definitely think like you said theater is a big thing in utah though maybe not many people think that like just like that's how i met stone was through theater so theater is like a huge thing and definitely a huge part of my life so just turning my back on that when I grow up is not something I want to do. Like, it's definitely something that I'm going to pursue and love and do for the rest of my life. Colton, is there... Okay. Do you have any regrets? Oh, that's a long list. <laughs> see because i'm a person who says no no to regrets i don't believe in regrets I do. okay you do sarah yes <laughs> i don't believe in regrets i just think everything you just should come and just take it and accept it and not not go back and wonder what would be do I need to explain my biggest regret? No, you don't need to explain your biggest regret. But out of your regrets, what can you say? What's one that you can talk about and learn from? Um, okay, I'll explain a little bit. Just won't use names. Um, senior year of high school. Uh-huh. I had made these friends that I had known for not that long. Like, not even six months, probably. Like, we became really good friends in, like, April. No, March. So, like, three months before senior year was over. And they became such good friends to me. And I, like, they were awesome. I loved them. Hang out, would hang out with them all the time. And we were going to senior prom. And... I was supposed to be in their group 
but apparently I had promised my other friend who I had been friends with much longer. I had promised him that we were going to be in the same group. But there was like drama between these guys and my other friend. So they didn't really want to be around him, especially during a school dance. And basically, long story short, I chose to go with them instead of going with him. And it honestly, I lost a lot of friends. And that's probably one of my worst dances that I've ever been to. Because it was my last dance and I wasn't spending it with who I should have spent it with. So just thinking about that, like it, I think about that tons of times because I like lost him as a friend and those friends like don't even talk to me anymore anyway. And I think if he was still my friend, he would still talk to me. So that was probably one of the worst choices I've ever made and just something that I learned from like know who your friends are and make the right choices. So... You said that last part. Is there anything else that we should learn from this experience of yours that we can apply? Um, or like the big thing. What's the big picture? Hmm. I think I... I was too all caught up in the, oh, I have these cool new friends... And I was too blind to realize that I was putting one of my other friends on the back burner. And, like, just support your friends. Like, know who loves you and love them back. Like, respect them. Respect what they wish. Like, sure, you can have new friends. But don't forget about the ones who have been through crap with you. Don't forget about the ones who have loved and supported you because... Those are the ones that you're going to want in your life. That's a very Colton thing to say. Um, that's interesting. I, I mean, I've already said I don't believe in regrets. Everything happened for a reason and it, and it taught me and I just moved on and I accept everything. Um, and I don't think I've had any regrets with Colton. I don't think. Um, so what, what else should we bring to light with Colton? Is there anything we, we need to talk about? Or that Colton wants to talk about? It is his birthday. Um, I want to talk about my first impressions with all of you guys. Oh. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Here is where it gets spicy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I want to hear it, but we're going to listen as an audience. Let's see what happens. Okay. Sarah Jones. Who gets offended? <laughs> I don't know. I most likely won't say anything offensive. Okay. But anyway, Sarah Doman. First time, honestly, Sarah, we t- we when we had our like backstory episode, I knew you were on Footloose. I knew, I knew, I knew, but I didn't. You were never on my radar. <laughs> I was like, "There's this girl. 
She's a rock at. She's way cooler than me. Like, cool. That's it. So I was like, yeah, this girl, we're not going to be friends. And then uh, you were friends with Colin. I was like, yep, exactly. Friends with Colin (laughs) Jensen. (laughs) Like, (laughs) not her friend. And then we were in productions company together. And you were a dancer in Monsters Got Talent. I was like, there we go. But then we became partners in One Step Closer. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm partners with this girl. She's a rocket. But you weren't a rocket anymore. But I was like, she's going to hate me because I don't dance good. (laughs) And you honestly became one of my best friends. Like, no, you are one of my best friends in the whole world. Like, you, I was just, you were always positive. And that's where I think I get most of my positivity now is from you. Because I'm like, we, I have talked about you to so many people and just been like, Sarah Doman has gone through so much. Like, <laughs> it's you go, true. You go it's through true. So, much, so many things and you are always like, okay, I deserved it. So, <laughs> you know what I think when I think about Sarah? <laughs> when I think about Sarah, I think about that one meme of like the dog with the hat sitting in the in the house that's like burning down and he's like oh everything's fine (laughs) you know what i'm talking do you know what i'm talking about yes okay (laughs) so nice to me you were always just so you were just amazing and like i was like i do not deserve to be this girl's friend and then colton you're gonna make me cry (laughs) oh my gosh and then we like i was like this is not true and like we were good friends during little mermaid and I was like, okay, well, there we go. And I thought it was going to be over, but look where we are now. Like, I honestly thought after Little Mermaid, like, after productions, we were going to be done. Until, like, you know, Disneyland happened and Snowball happened. I was like, she is my best friend and I would do anything for her. Snowball was a hoot. Yeah, Snowball was a hoot. I never, I never went to a single Snowball. Oof. What? That's, that, well, it's not. Isn't that crazy? Whose fault is that? Isn't that crazy? I never. I think I realized that just barely. <laughs> I've actually. Now that you brought it up, I don't think I ever went to one. Do you not like? Snowball? I was really. I was really hated. I'm kidding. I don't think I was hated. I just. I would never showed interest. Well, to be fair, Snowball is a boy's choice, so. You could have asked. We'll see. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I just Thanks never showed interest. That's that that's was so, so funny. sweet of you. Yeah. Okay. Next, Yvonne. <laughs> From the beginning, when did I meet you? Productions auditions. I think so. I think that's the first time that I actually was like, "This is Yvonne." <laughs> I don't remember. So moving on to my first <laughs> memory of you, Little Mermaid. I I think we were like on the same side for like Daddy's Little Angel or something. I don't remember. But I just remember that you said lots of rude things all the time. 
I was like, oh my gosh, who is this person? <laughs> Did I really? Do I really say that? <laughs> I just remember getting offended by you in some way or another. And I was like, so most of these stories go with, go with I don't think I'm ever going to be that person's friend, whether it's a good way or a bad way. <laughs> but um, then I think I became friends with you through Sarah. <laughs> I think that's really how I force all of my friends to hang out, even if they don't know each other. I'm like, hey, look, these are all people that I care about. You can all become friends, too. Yeah, because we were in Much Ado together, and then we were still kind of like, like, I talked to you, and I liked you better, but I was still like, "Uh uh-uh. And then Disneyland hit. Me, you, and and Disneyland. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy, so funny. And then we just kept going, kept going from there. Like, you were there for me. You told me things I needed to hear. And it was just such a dynamic between you and Sarah. Like, Sarah would do it all nice and kind, and you would just get straight to the point. (laughs) Which were were both things that I needed to hear and definitely helped me in my growth. And I wouldn't trade our friendship for anyone. Like, honestly, goals. We're goals. It's so true. Yvonne gives like the best. He gives such good advice. So does Colton, actually. You guys just give really good advice, like in like you said, in different ways. And so yeah, it just it's a good dynamic. It works. Yeah, it is. It is a good dynamic that we have between all of us. Okay, next is Stone. Once upon a time, um, when oh Tarzan. So, we, me and some friends went to go see, we decided that we were going to start supporting other high schools in their departments, and like in their theater departments. So, we decided to go see a bunch of shows. We saw a show at Weber, and then I had never seen Tarzan before. And I was like looking up performances of it, and then I was like, oh, Northridge High School even though it was, like, 40 minutes away. I was like, this looks like a good place to go. So we decided to pack our bags and go to Northridge High School to see Tarzan. And Stone played the leopard. And I was like, oh, my gosh. He's so cool. He's awesome. And I remember all the girls... We're like, he's attractive. <laughs> and they were too afraid to take a picture with him. So I was like, I'll show you. So I walked up and I took a picture with him. And then um, I remember meeting him and talking to him. I was like, oh, he's a cool guy. I was like, I wish we had more friendly people like him. In our theater. Department. Oh wow! <laughs> but he didn't. Out. <laughs> um, but then we just kind of like I messaged him on Instagram, and then I kept seeing his shows, 
but we didn't become like really good friends until he invited me to his 18th birthday party. And that was a blast. Like at first I was like, I'm not going to know anyone. Like I don't talk to Stone that much. So this is going to be weird. But it was honestly some of the funnest times I've had. And like every single time I hang out with him now, like it's always a blast, a new adventure. And he has honestly become one of my best friends as well. Uh-huh. Thank you. So it's always a party. And it was amazing like to go from this, like basically a celebrity at Box Elder <laughs> and becoming friends with him. It was a feat. Wait, who was a celebrity? But like. Oh. Stone. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Basically, oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, he's my That's best good. friend. So, yeah, I think that it was really cool of Colton to be brave enough to <laughs> talk to me <laughs> through that line of girls at the Tarzan thing. It was honestly just because they contoured my abs. And- <laughs> They thought that I had real abs, but they were makeup. It's fake. <laughs> and uh, he went through that line and he said hi to me. And I went to some of his shows and he went to mine and sparked up an awesome friendship. I'm really grateful to be your friend, man. Oh, thanks. That's it. Well, <laughs> it's nice to know that we've all contributed. Whether in positive or negative ways to your life. (laughs) Mostly positive. (laughs) Um, Mostly positive. Yeah. So what are we... What's what's next for Colton? Um, Well, next Monday... We start Ooh, watch out for that. Company, Fine Arts Center, Fine Brigham Art Center. City, Utah. Oh, yeah. So we have kids sending in their audition videos right now. I get to start judging them. And like just creating a fun environment for this small group of kids. And like to become a family with them over That's the summer. That's going to be fun. So... Hopefully, when this is all over, it can be funner. But <laughs> um, you're right. But it'll be a fun time. I'm happy that this thing is working out. Because those kids, they I think they need it. Yeah. <laughs> they really and do. This and is I really. I think Colton. This is really gonna <laughs> push you in a way that will either make you realize something you want to do or something you don't want to do because it's 100%. (laughs) You're right. There's no going back. It's going to be a crazy (laughs) adventure. Like I always say, not just a show anymore. Oh, it's a whole shebang. And you'll get to meet cool people. 
I think. Little kids are just mini adults. <laughs> really? And some kids are like coming up. They're like 11th grade. Yeah. Going to 11th grade. So they're almost adults anyway. Wow. But, yeah. That's what's next. And what's next for, for the random clicks? James Cross. Another podcast, Another podcast on, Saturday. on Saturday, and it's Monday. Sorry, everyone. We're so weird on podcasts. We did two last week, and now this one, it was just such a crazy week that, like, it was my mom's birthday and Sarah's sister's birthday and Colton's birthday, and it basically, we all got fatter. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I still have cupcakes at my house. So yeah, and, you have so oh much God. sugar on your all the crumble cookies. Hey, we danced part of it off. But... That's true. If you haven't, wait, you need uh, to send those. I tried to send the them lips, through Messenger, the but they're too big of files, so I don't know how to send them. <laughs> yeah, they said they're they too won't big. They want to send over Messenger. Isn't that crazy? That's stupid. We didn't even do it for that long. Whatever. Maybe I'll just post them and like only put it as an only you, me, and Colton thing. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'll find a way to get. I'll find a way to get it to everyone so everyone can bask in the glory that was. Me and Sarah doing. <laughs> I want, want you, you back. back. I sure I want you back. <laughs> and just Sarah, Sarah, just like shoving her shoulders every time she said, "Huh." I want you back. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you, you do back. there? Come I on. You want you back, Sarah? Huh. Every time it was just like clockwork. <laughs> Oh, and our shiny one. That was shiny. Best. Shiny that... was the best one. When no one walked forward <laughs> me with on me, the that's floor. fine. <laughs> Stay tuned for the random clicks. We're going to come videos. right back next week. I don't know. What should our next one be? Oh. I get to choose a movie. Gosh, yeah. us with the movies. We should do a book one time. It better be. See if we can we can do it. <laughs> we'll do, do a book. We'll do one movie and then we'll do a book eventually. eventually. But what movie should we give them a sneak peek? Um, these are two okay. drastically different choices. I haven't made my decision yet, but one. Has the connection of Meryl Streep. From <gasps> I love the Iron Lady. Our last one that we did. If oh. Wrong show. <laughs> nice <laughs> guess. <gasps> okay. It's about I a know preacher what you're talking and about. a nun. Anyways. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Amazing. But the plot is um, involving puppets. So what? 
not in a bad way, in a good way. It's a very fa- not famous movie, but it's a good movie, and it's not the Muppets. Movie. Oh, dang it! <laughs> James so and the Giant Peach. Are those Muppets? Oh gosh! Wait. M- <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No, no. Uh, I don't know. We're watching a documentary on Sesame Street. Oh, you're uh-huh. right. You got I've it. Always wanted to <laughs> watch it, and now I have an excuse to. <laughs> okay. Anyway, to sum up, Colton is an amazing friend to have. If you don't know Colton, please get to know him, and That's we're very true. blessed to have him in our lives. So, happy birthday! Thank you. Happy birthday. All three of you. Love you. It has been a pleasure, and we will see y'all this weekend, I guess. (laughs) Maybe next week. Who knows anymore? It'll be here within a week. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.